0: Hi, this is Stephanie Schaefer, and you're listening to the North Star Narrative, a podcast from North Star Academy. I want to thank you for joining us. I hope you're encouraged, challenged, and motivated by what you learned today. Enjoy the story. Hey, guys. How's everybody doing today? We are super excited here at North Star Academy to welcome someone brand new, Mr. Alan Hester. He is joining us as the Spiritual Life Director of Northstar. He's been serving in ministry in many different ways for 29 years. He loves the Lord. He loves students. He has served for about a decade in South Korea and Seoul at Yongsong International. He's most recently been in the San Francisco Bay Area in California, where he serves as a worship leader at Living Hope Fellowship, and he also works in a school that he's going to tell us a little bit about today. But we are really thrilled to have him come alongside us to help us build community and just more discipleship opportunities and mission trips. We have no idea for all that God has in store for us for the 21-22 school year. We are so thankful, um, Mr. Hester, that you are jumping on board with us. So welcome to the show.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. It's great to speak with you today.
0: Yeah, we're excited. And I have a really big hard question for you to start off okay if you could be a pizza topping what would it be and why
1: Mm. well i do like pizza um (laughs) i'm gonna (laughs) go with cheese and the reason i'm gonna choose cheese is because i have a, a very cheesy sense of humor or at least that's what i've been told Um, A lot of students refer to my jokes as dad jokes. And so uh, anyway, I'm going to go with cheese because I'm quite a cheesy guy. And some of you listeners are probably even thinking right now that answer that you just gave, Mr. Hester, is pretty cheesy. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that.
0: Well, cheese is an important topping for pizza. I'm pretty sure most people um, get that topping. And (laughs) pizza is my husband's favorite food. And so we have that very often. What about you? What's your favorite food? Oh, you know, I would probably
1: choose uh, Korean food as my favorite. Um, After living in Seoul for about 10 years, um, I grew very fond of the cuisine. So, yeah, let's go with Korean food as my favorite.
0: Mm, I like some Korean food, especially bagogi, an awesome meat dish that I'm sure you had lots of times. Yeah. And then kimchi. Tell them real quick what kimchi is. Oh, kimchi is
1: probably uh, the most famous uh, food item from Korea um, because it's sort of thought of as the traditional uh, food for the country. Uh, but it's basically like a cabbage that has been fermented and has a uh, kind of a spicy, um, component to it as well. Um, there are different variations of kimchi, quite a few, in fact, with different vegetables and different, different things. But, but specifically, um, kimchi is most commonly thought of as the cabbage version, which is, uh, as I said, fermented and spicy and, and quite refreshing.
0: And you either love it or hate it.
1: I would say that's pretty true. It's, it's kind of a polarizing dish. So I'm one of the ones who loves it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I wish we could see everybody listening right now. We'd say, who's had it? I bet many of you may have had that before. All right. So I know you like to laugh. We have laughed quite a bit. Tell us what makes you laugh.
1: Yeah, I do love to laugh. Um, and probably when you're talking with me, you'll you'll hear me doing that quite a bit. Um, just keep in mind that I'm laughing with you and not at you, um, because usually when I'm interacting with people, that brings me a lot of joy. And so uh, sometimes that bubbles up into laughter. Um, but I would say one of the things that really makes me laugh a lot is, is really just students, um, because they're so creative and so unique and so humorous themselves that I often find um, just a lot of joy in the way that they respond and express themselves. Um, so yeah, I would say students bring me a lot of laughter and a lot of joy.
0: Fun. Um, all right. What are you most proud of?
1: You know, I'm actually going to go with that same answer if I can. Um, I would say I'm I'm really proud of my students through the years that the Lord has allowed me to to invest in. Um, you know, uh, I've been active in both teaching, but also discipling students um, and and doing ministries with them through the years. And so one of the things that I'm... Most excited about is when some of those students continue to follow the Lord into adulthood, and when they are, you know, um, serving in churches or serving in in ministries or maybe a career field that they've chosen, and yet they're still very active in their faith as adults. That's always a moment of 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 pride that I feel. Um, now, not not to say that I'm suggesting that I'm proud of myself. No, that's not what I mean. I'm proud of the fact that the Lord has worked in their lives and that they are continuing to follow Him. Um, so all credit and all glory to the Lord. I'm, I'm very excited about and proud of the fact that when they continue um, to to walk with the Lord and to make an impact in the world, um, that's always very exciting for me. It
0: is exciting to watch our students grow, grow in their love for the Lord and um, just get ready for that next adventure, whatever that looks like after high school. Um, we actually just had our graduation. And so we got to send many students off, got to see them in person. It was really, really great. Um, So what are you most excited about coming to an online school? This will be your first time to serve at an online school, right? Yes, it will be.
1: Yeah, you know, I would say probably one of the things that I'm most excited about is the ability to connect with and be part of the education process for students, literally, who are all over the world. Um, I love that um, ability that that Northstar has to, to really reach so many places around the globe, you know. Brick and mortar schools are great. Um, I've served in many of them. But primarily, you are reaching out to people who live directly in your community. And uh, I love the fact that North Star has the ability to reach beyond and to really be very missional in its approach to Christian education. As well as, uh, just intentional to, to reach out to people of different cultures, different language groups, different, um, different places around the globe. Um, so yeah, I love that. Uh, and, and I, well, the other thing I say I love with, with North Star is I love the, um, the fact that this is such a good model for so many families who may have circumstances that, that maybe you don't allow a typical lifestyle of you know, get up and start school at eight and finish at three and then come pick your, your student up at the end of the day. Yeah. There are many families who have circumstances that are, that are just quite different than that due to, to, due to various reasons. And so I love the fact that, um, North Star is reaching, um, reaching people in a new way and kind of rethinking, uh, I guess, or, um, you know, ways, ways to do this. And so I love, I love the fact that we reach beyond, uh, just a typical traditional approach.
0: Love all of our students all over the world. All right. So yes. what can these students that are all over the world, what should they expect from Mr. Hester?
1: Yeah, that's a, ooh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> well, I think the first thing they should expect is lots of, like I said, lots of, of silly humor, like I've already shared. But I would say the other thing that they should expect is I really do have a desire to, to get to know you and to uh, to hear your story, to understand your story, um, to be a support to you in your journey, both spiritually as well as just uh, in life in general. Um, so I'd love the opportunity to invest in, in you in terms of uh, helping you develop spiritually and grow. Um, I would love to, uh, I would say another expectation would be that that um, I want to connect with you. That that is an expectation that I hope that that you have, and I will as well. That it won't just be that you go to school, and and you know we don't have any intersection points, but rather that we come together for for uh, spiritual life programming. That we uh, that we grow together in the Lord and that we uh, provide mentoring for you as well. Um, I would also say expect, uh, expect to be challenged. I love to challenge students a little bit. And when I say that, I mean in a good way, challenge them to think deeper, challenge them to, um, you know, to, to, to open their heart to taking a step, uh, you know, closer to the Lord than they, they're at today. I believe our relationship with the Lord is always uh, one of growth. And so, you know, we don't ever hit a stopping point. We're always hopefully stepping forward and getting closer to him as we understand him and his word. So those are a few expectations they can
0: have. That's good. All right. Back to the cheesiness. What's your favorite joke to tell? <laughs>
1: oh my goodness. This is my, this is my favorite. And this one, I, I, I know that our listeners, I, I won't be able to see them, but I can feel their eyes rolling in their head already when I say this. <laughs> So here's the joke. How do you catch a unique rabbit? How do you catch a unique rabbit? Do you know the answer to that, Ms. Schaefer? No, I don't. I don't okay. know. Okay, we- the way you catch a unique rabbit is Drumroll, you sneak up on him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know it's terrible, I'm, but it's so terrible it's good. You know, I'm
0: thinking about all the rabbits in my yard. All of a sudden, we have tons of these rabbits that are eating all of our grass. In our oh no! Yard. So Halton, my little one, he likes to, um, yeah, sneak up on them. Um, yeah, yeah, that's funny.
1: Yeah, you sneak up on those rabbits and say sorry. <laughs> you have to eat somewhere else. <laughs> I'll
0: have to tell him that joke tonight. All right, so we we are so excited about you coming. I want the students and parents to hear. For a moment, can you just give a very brief testimony of how you came to know Jesus and why you are serving him today?
1: Absolutely. I I came to know the Lord um, at a young age. Um, It was, uh, you know, at about 17 years old when I really firmly made a commitment to Christ. Prior to that, I had been walking uh, in a very church culture, I guess I would say. I'd been around Christians. I'd been in church most of my life. My parents were very faithful uh, to have us in church. Um, but it wasn't until I was about 17 that the Holy Spirit really opened my my eyes and my ears and my mind and my heart to the truth, the fact that I was lost. Um, I had sort of substituted the things of church culture for a relationship with God. At 17 years old the lord brought me into a situation where another young person challenged me and said, "Hey, are you really a believer and follower in, of Jesus or are you maybe just sort of just following out of tradition?" The holy spirit brought great conviction into me that day. I can still remember that feeling of heaviness of recognizing the weight of my sin and uh, and the fact that um that I couldn't be good enough I couldn't do enough good things that there was nothing that was going to replace or substitute for, for what Christ had done, and so it was probably in that moment, or it was in that moment, uh, that the that the Holy Spirit convicted me. I turned in repentance, and that's where I would say I truly became a follower of Jesus. Is at about seventeen years old. Um, beyond that, God has been so faithful to bring people into my life that have. Um, encouraged me, discipled me, strengthened me. Um, even when I arrived at college that next year, uh, the Lord um, just surrounded me with Christian brothers who helped me grow in my faith. There have been so many pastors, so many uh, ministry leaders who poured into me over the years, um, of course, and I would never uh, leave out my own parents. My mom and dad have been a, a great Heritage of faith and testimony uh, to show me, you know, what it means to walk with Christ and how to trust Him in difficult circumstances. Um, so the reason I'm still following Him today is because He's good and it's real and it's it's life changing. <laughs> and um, every day is a new adventure and every day is a new uh, a new opportunity to to just uh, continue in what what He has done uh, in me. So that's a little bit of my testimony there.
0: And praise the Lord. We have something in common. I too gave my life to Christ when I was 17. Awesome. Yeah. And then um, I love to call it an adventure too. It is an incredible adventure every day following Christ. No day's the same and it's just fun and and amazing. doesn't mean it's not hard and difficult and that there's not suffering. There is, um, but he walks with us through that. And so I know you love uh, Jesus. You love his word. Tell us what is one of your favorite scriptures that you find yourself quoting a lot
1: yeah absolutely I would say one one verse that that has often been a source of strength for me is john sixteen thirty three Jesus is talking to his followers and he says um, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart for I have overcome the world and the reason that verse has has been so meaningful to me as a I think uh, for all of us, there are many moments, <laughs> you know, where we where we feel like we're not overcoming, but rather maybe we feel like we're falling into a place of defeat. Um, and and I think there's two things we can pull from that verse that, and maybe more, but two for sure that are very meaningful. The first is the fact that uh, there is a a recognition there that we're going to face trouble. Um, and I think for for a lot of believers, somehow we fall in. Can if we if we Aren't careful, we can fall into this mindset of, you know, if, if something bad is happening, somehow God has let me down. But in reality, that's, that's not what that verse is saying at all. It says in this world, you will have trouble, that there's going to be moments where every single person is going to experience something unpleasant. You know, scripture talks a lot about suffering. But the second part, um, in addition to the fact that we're all going to experience it is the fact that Jesus says, but take heart or have courage for I've overcome the world. Um, and I think there's a place in God that we can, that we can reach through the Holy Spirit that just helps us to see our circumstances as just that circumstances, <laughs> you know? And so our joy and our victory is not found in the circumstance. Our joy and our victory is found in Jesus. And, and I love the fact that, that Christ is reminding them, you know, in this world, you guys are going to have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And we know that. That for everybody listening to this uh, podcast today, whether it's a student, a parent, a staff member, or maybe just somebody who's stumbled upon this today um from from uh, some other source, um I just want to remind all of us and 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 tell you to be encouraged, even if today is one of those days where you um feel like you're just struggling to even just move one step forward or maybe you feel like the whole world has collapsed around you, I just want to remind you that that our our trust in Christ is way beyond our circumstance that we'll never find ultimate joy in our circumstance. Even on the good days, right? The good circumstances, we're not going to find ultimate joy there. But what we are going to find is God is so faithful. He's so faithful when we walk through, through those difficulties and those, those moments of trouble. And so I would just encourage you guys to, to remember that today, try not to focus on the circumstance. Try to shift your eyes to your creator and your sustainer uh, to Christ Jesus himself who who loves you and is empowering you to move through this because he's teaching us something in every one of these moments that we're going through. So uh, I guarantee you that, that most people, when they give a testimony, most of the time they go back and they say, here was my struggle and here's what God did in me during the process and this is how God brought me through it. And so I want to encourage you, uh, person who may be struggling today, with difficult circumstances that the Lord is going to bring you through and the Lord is going to speak to you, teach you and work in you during that process. And on the other end, your testimony of him is going to be great and he's going to receive a lot of glory and other people are going to possibly come to know him as a result of what you are facing right now. So be encouraged, my friends.
0: So good. So true. He is so faithful and he has been forever faithful to North Star, And he's always bringing just the right people at just the right time. And so we are so excited we get to add a spiritual life director position for the 21 22 school year. We're really pumped about you coming, Mr. Hester, and um, just joining us and serving right alongside of us. And it's going to be fun. We don't know what's Mm -hmm. all coming, just like we didn't know what was coming for 2021. We don't know what's coming for 21 22, but we do know he is faithful. And Jesus is with us through it all. And so thank you for just jumping on board with North Star Academy. Um, We can't wait to get started. Thank you for joining us today and just sharing your heart with us.
1: Absolutely. It's been my pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions for our guest or like information about North Star, please email us at podcast at NSA.school. We love having guests on our show and getting to hear their stories. If you have anyone in mind that you think would be a great guest to feature, please email us and let us know. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming stories.